Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We continue our coverage of Falcons and Texans as we once again head out to the wadeford.com hotline to kick off our number two of the program. We say bienvenue to our next guest, DJ Bienami. DJ, appreciate the time. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You know, right now I just caught in you know traffic. Atlanta got some nasty traffic, man. I can't I can't lie, but beautiful city. Don't get us started, DJ. You're gonna you're gonna kick up a whole can of worms, my guy, man. Talking about the traffic in the ATL. All right, one guy who's been weaving his way in and out of traffic, that is the quarterback of the Houston Texans, CJ Stroud. Talk to me about what you've seen so far in his young season and his rookie campaign, his growth and development. Yeah, no, I think uh, from – you know, I keep track of everything, as most reporters do, with like the quarterback. I did look at in practice and in games, preseason games, NFL games. And just from seeing it from OTAs all the way through um, now, you know, the, the constant theme from coaches have been he always improves. He's always getting better. He doesn't make the same mistake twice. And obviously the, the same mistake twice is a massive cliche. People make the same mistake twice all the time in football. But um, – it's more about like how he's really progressed and built on the foundation that he created. I remember watching them in the beginning of training camp when D'Amico was saying there was a quarterback competition between him and Davis Mills. It legitimately felt that way, right? Like it was because like there were times where Davis looked slightly better than CJ, but then like it was a Saturday practice where like the first it, was, it might have been like August fifth or something like that, but I think it was it was August fifth. But he just looked so much more control, way more command, was getting the ball in and out of, you know, in and out of his hands, was reading defense quickly, was being extremely decisive. And from that day on, it looked like something turned, something clicked, where he was playing a lot more freely. And you've kind of seen that carry. And you see him get better week in and week out. Like, even when you go to the preseason, if you look at the first game, he he didn't look great. Three interception on the second pass, went three and out on the second drive. Like, it didn't look good. Obviously, he got sacked. was pressured a lot. But in the second game, he, he made some really nice throws, led the team to points, got him three points. And then the third preseason game, he got him into the end zone. It was making some really, really exceptional throws. And in the first regular season game, you saw him go against the Ravens. He got beat up a lot, but he stayed, he stayed in there, was still making good throws. And then each week, you just kind of saw it progress and build and build and build. So, um, I think, you know, from CJ, we, we – it's been extremely impressive just to see the growth and maturation from a guy that just turned 22 a couple of days ago. Yeah, and he's done all of this virtually without the help of much of a running game at all. And I'm somebody who really liked Damian Pierce when he first came out of college and made a splash with the Texans. Is that going to be a featured part of the game plan, you think, to get the running game back on track versus the Falcons tomorrow? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they want to run the ball. I think the biggest issue was their whole entire offensive line was decimated, right? Like the left tackle missed three games. The right tackle was on the IR to start the year, like the designated return. Same with the center, the left guard, the starting left guard. He blew out his shoulder the last preseason game on the season ending IR. Then you had to start at the original starting center in training camp. And Scott Questenberry, he tore his ACL and MCL first week of training camp. And then the backup for Laramie Tunsil, Josh Jones, who they traded for at the end of training camp, he got hurt because um, he was also playing left guard and left tackle. And then he got hurt. Then you also had like the backup left guard who stepped in for Kenyon Green. Um, he's like, yeah, because once Josh Jones went to left tackle, Kendrick Green, who they traded for, also went to the starting line of playing and was the starter for at left guard. And then he got hurt. So, like, that's like five guys on top of my head that I just named that got hurt. Um, so I think a lot of that had to do with Damian Pierce's struggles because, you know, with the offensive line, a lot of it is just synergy, knowing when for guys to, you know, when they do like double teams, things of that nature, when to move off of that block and then move up to the second level. That takes chemistry. That takes experience. That takes practicing with one another and things of that nature. So I think now that Laramie's going to be back, Titus is going to be back, um, the center eventually will be back, but they're kind of set there where I think, Titus is going to play left guard tomorrow. I think Fant, George Fant, who they brought in at the beginning of training camp, is going to stay at right tackle. I think they're going to bring um, put Titus Howard at left tackle, the guy that they gave extension to who was at right tackle last year. Um, and I think they're going to try to run behind that left side because the right side of the offensive line, for whatever reason, has been fairly healthy since the season starts. She's been at left side. There's been decimated injuries. So their right side has good chemistry and good continuity. The left side, while they haven't played together this year, they've played together in the past. So I think that uh, you're going to see a lot of them running to the left side of the field to at least get those two guys, run behind the two boss offensive linemen. You mentioned uh, head coach D'Amico Ryans in his first season. What has he come in and instilled in this organization that has allowed things to turn them around pretty quickly? Hmm. What has he instilled? Um, I think – I don't really think it's anything particularly instilled, right? Because, like, if I give you – like, if I say, oh, he – by toughness or but like, that just be cliches. I think what he's done is like brought in staffs that build or like build schemes that fit around their players versus trying to fit their players into the scheme. Um, obviously you know there's tug and pull there, but a lot of the guys offensively and defensively fit what they're trying to do naturally. Um, and obviously you, you can make your tinkers, but like defensively, their D line like there are two. Like their their end, Will Anderson, Jonathan Gennard, Sheldon Rankins, like those three guys right there, they specialize in really being able to rush up the field and create penetration that way. And then the linebackers is more about being instinctual and playing sideline to sideline. Christian Harris and Harry Toloto, they're really good at playing sideline to sideline. But you have this apparent who's really good at getting downhill. So that's natural fits for those guys, right? And on the secondary, Steve Nelson's played in a bunch of uh, schemes. So he's basically scheme proof. He can play in any type of scheme. He, he knows how to. He understands football. Jalen Petrie is a playmaking type of safety. So that's an easy, like, you don't have to really do too much to make a guy like that fit. And then you have Jimmy Ward, who played in the system prior. And then you have Shaq Griffin, who, because, you know, Derek Stingley's been on IR. Shaq Griffin played under Pete Carroll. And Pete Carroll, secondary-wise, when Shaq Griffin was there, they ran a lot of the same stuff that you see uh, D'Amico Lyons running in terms of the simplicity. So, yeah, I mean, like, I would say, like, that's been the biggest thing is, like, he's had a scheme that fits the defensive players and offensively uh, hiring a guy like Bobby Slowick, who runs a West Coast Kasha head type of offense where you need your quarterback to be more of a point guard and distributor. 
who has extreme, you know, pristine ball placement is really good on on script with timing. And CJ is phenomenal at that. So I think it's just the fact that, you know, they have players that fit what they're trying to do. Talking all things Falcons and Texans with DJ Bien, me of ESPN. All right. You mentioned Jimmy Ward. He had a comment this week that got things cooking here a little bit in Atlanta, talking about how the Falcons have a lot of weapons, but they don't use them a ton, and uh, their plan is going to be to run the ball. What did you make of his comments? Did you think he was singling out uh, Desmond Ritter when he made those comments? Yeah, for sure. I, I think I, th- I think it was singling out Desmond and Arthur Smith, right? Because like I think they Arthur got a call to play. So I think he's more just. I think he's doing both, and I think I mean I can't knock him for that. Like let's just be honest. I mean you guys see the Falcons every week. You guys see saw Desmond at practice. You guys saw him in the preseason. Like the the stats and the results are what it is. You know, like. I think it was the first game of the year where Desmond Ritter had what went four for four to start the game with a touchdown and negative yards, I think negative one or zero yards passing. And it just shows like Arthur Smith isn't trying to allow Desmond Ritter to blow the game and push the ball down the field uh, because, you know, Desmond at this point of his development isn't ready for that type of responsibility. I mean, the numbers speak for himself. I mean, right now he's has the third worst QBR in the NFL. QBR of like 29. Um, he's been sacked 16 times. And, you know, for me, sacks are more of a quarterback uh, stat. So that means, you know, he hasn't been getting rid of the ball. And obviously 16 sacks is fourth most in the NFL. And his average yards for attempt, which is 5.6, that's bottom eight in the NFL. And, again, like the dead last in passing yards per game at 156. So, in all honesty, it's, it's, I mean, the numbers and the film back it up. So Jimmy Ward saying that was just more saying what everybody already kind of knew. Yeah, this is unfortunately uh, true, the part about all the statistics you just rattled off there. So based on everything you just said, do you think it's safe to say that the number one plan for the Texans on defense is going to be to stop Bajon Robinson? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like when someone goes to go play the New York Giants, right? It's when Saquon's out there. Even though, you know, I think Daniel Jones is the more valuable player. I mean, the most, the most important thing for a defense is to stop Saquon and put the game in Daniel Jones's hands to make him try to make plays and things of that nature. I think the same thing with Desmond, right? Like he's at that stage of the career where you want to make him beat you with his arm and limit B. John Robinson. The only thing is the Texans allow, I believe, I think 119 yards rushing per game. So I don't know if they'll be able to really slow down Bijan, but I think it's going to be more than one of those games where it just comes situational. Who, who's better in the red zone? Who's better on third downs? And I think that's when you will have a really good idea who's going to win that game because I don't think they'll be able to completely shut down um, the rushing attack because even the Steelers, they're able to have some success um, on the ground game. And I think the Colts did too to a lesson. Yeah, the Colts had some success. So, like, there's some leakage in the Texas run defense because, again, it's the first year under D'Amico. And then last year, like, because it's basically the same guys in the front. The only new guys are Sheldon Rankins, Will Anderson, and uh, uh, Denzel Perryman. Oh, and obviously Henry Toto, but the majority of guys that play in the front, they were there last year when the rush defense allowed the six most rushing yards in NFL history. So uh, they're they're not a stout uh, run defense yet, but the game plan is going to be uh, centered around slowing down Bijan Robinson. He's obviously just getting his feet wet in the NFL, but Will Anderson, everybody thinks, could be a game-breaker. Have you seen flashes of that so far? What's his performance been like through four games? Yeah, I've been impressed with Will Anderson. I mean, he, he's been double-teamed at, like, the second highest rate behind – well, I, I won't say second highest, but double-teamed at, like, the, 
I just go to be safe, top, top 10 rate behind guys like Michael Parsons and, and people like that. So, like, that's why the sack numbers aren't there. But pressure-wise, he's been able to get pressures. I think he's top 15 in that category. And um, pass rush win rate at the ESPN stat, he's right behind Michael Parsons. So, like, he's doing his job. It's just more about, you know, just getting those opportunities to get to a quarterback because a lot of teams, they do throw a lot of passes underneath because they know the pass rush can be a little prolific. And um, the Texans on, like, first and second downs kind of play like a vanilla defense. So, instead of playing a vanilla defense, you can get those cheap completions and they can get the ball out fast. It's kind of like third downs where you have the opportunity to try to really get after the passer because team quarterbacks, opposing quarterbacks, complete over 70% of their passes when they throw against the Texas defense because, they're you know, they're, they're checking it down and things of that nature. But when it comes down to pushing the ball down the field, yeah, their teams haven't been able to do that with as much success. But the underneath stuff, they've given that up for sure. All right, last one as we wrap up our conversation with DJ Bien, me of ESPN covering the Houston Texans. The entire AFC South right now, two and two. I don't think a lot of people thought that. It was presumed to be Jacksonville's division to lose this year, but do you think this thing is gonna be wide open till the end? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I, I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna win a division, regardless. Um, who everyone I think the Titans are still gonna win it, but I could see the Texans if they win the next two games. Because they'll be four two going to the bottom, they gotta play teams like the Panthers, the Jets, the Bengals who are struggling, um, the Broncos. So they'll have some kind of I don't wanna say cupcakes, because and no team is a cupcake in the NFL. But some late, uh, some easier matchups in terms of um, you know, just overall mood of that team and morale of that team. Um the G- so I think it is wide open. Period. Because the Jags, they started for the Bills, the Niners, the Browns, the Chiefs. Now, they got a hellacious schedule, which is why I never understood why people were just ready to crown them. They just got a really good quarterback. But the NFL is a team game, and I think, you know, people in our industry sometimes forget that. That, you know, if you have a star quarterback, this means they can block for themselves, run for themselves, catch for themselves, and play defense. You know, like, you, if you got one star player, it doesn't mean you're going to be able to get to the playoffs and win a division with ease. So, um, I think the Texans go 4-2 into the bye, I think that they'll control the destiny going into December. Well, they'll face the Colts and Titans for three out of the last four games to conclude the year. All right, DJ, great job. Appreciate the time. And uh, stay patient, my friend, in that Atlanta traffic. We know it all too well. Yeah, no problem. No problem. We, still, we, we Me and my girl, we still on this traffic. We still in this traffic. But it, it's not it, – the, the cars are moving. The cars are moving. The other side ain't, but this side is. So I'm happy with that. Welcome to Atlanta, my friend. Enjoy the game tomorrow. No problem. Thank you, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.